everybody we are back after a three-week hiatus i hope you didn't miss us too much i like always am your host adam with me in the studio is my co-host dan dan how are you doing tonight pretty good uh we got a lot to talk about like i said it's been a hot minute since we've last been here this is episode 117 uh, first off, before we get into a bunch of news that we have not gotten into because we've been off for three weeks, let's get into a quick, how was our week? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. So we're not going to talk about all three weeks that we just had off, but we will talk about maybe some interesting things that happened with us the past couple of weeks. So Dan, has anything interesting happened with you the last three weeks? Yeah, I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, a friend, and the best part was the friend of mine was staying with me because he was in town for, from school. Um, and he was just like pseudo quarantining with me for a couple of days just so his, um, it's just his family was nervous just because his his grandparents are uh, like immune compromised. So, um, but I felt really bad because I I think I ended up getting him sick because he initially tested negative, but then when he went to crash at a hotel room for a few more days um, because I tested positive, then he ended up testing positive. But it looks like we both had pretty mild cases. So I was I just felt really bad, but he was very gracious and was like, "Hey, it's not your fault, you know." You can't really control it, you know. It's just it's gonna do what it's gonna do. But not regardless, I still felt bad about it. But I am, you know, I appreciate how nice he was about it. So, uh, yeah, that seems to be going around because my son also got COVID. It is Monday the twenty fourth. He, for some reason, actually I shouldn't say for some reason, uh, Thursday night he was just fine. He was playing around. I was chasing him around the house. And then all of a sudden at like 7 o'clock at night, he got really warm and super tired. So we put him to bed and he just started hacking up a storm and he had a really rough night. And then I luckily had off that Friday and so did my wife. But my wife took him to the doctor, and they tested him, and we got the results back an hour later, and he tested positive for COVID. Um, but I have been testing negative so far. I am going to stay home tomorrow, even though I'm supposed to go back to work. I had off today uh, with him because, obviously, he can't go to daycare, and his quarantine ends tomorrow night. But then my daughter's starts tomorrow night because it's always five days after the first person who has COVID five days are up. So she can't go to daycare at all either. Um, so I'm going to take a test tomorrow. Hopefully it'll be negative. And my wife has been taking tests um, all weekend because she still has to work and she's negative. So uh, it was just so funny because I did get the booster on Thursday. And then this is the first time any of us have ever tested positive for COVID in the three years that's been going on. So it's just kind of crazy how it is uh, happening but a lot of people have been testing positive i'm not going to say names but a lot of people 
I, I always say a lot of people, and that's always the wrong terminology, but some of the people in the Coffee and Clicks tournament has, has tested positive, so they've just been getting their games out like crazy. Uh, there's two more days in that thing, but we're going to talk more about that. We had an event at our venue yesterday. It was the second event of the uh, Fantastic Summer OP, whatever you want to call it, that has the Surfer and the Doom and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we made it 50% sealed, 50% constructed, so you had to bring a 200-point team. We play 400 points. You had to bring 200 points to the game store, and then you bought two boosters, and you had to build 200 points out of that one. Our buddy Alex <laughs> pulled the nuts he actually pulled, it's so funny because who was it across from me? I think it was Ryan. He pulled Demon in Armor, and then I'm like, yup, there's going to be a Venom Magneto somewhere, jokingly. And then next to me, Alex pulls Venom Magneto, and he pulls the Beast Chase because I scrambled two bricks together. So he pulled the nuts. He went two for two. Uh, and I don't think there was much else really notable that was pulled. I pulled an infamous Iron Man. Uh, our buddy Ryan, our, our other Ryan, pulled Mr. Fantastic, but I did allow people to have a um, mulligan booster. So if they didn't like the mulligan or they didn't like the booster that they pulled, they could mulligan one booster and then buy another one. And there weren't weren't really any other notable super rares pulled. Do you remember? Uh, the other guy, the new the new guy, the other new guy pulled the uh, the Kotati super rare. The like oh yeah. The main- um, I just I just noticed that he pulled him. He didn't play him, but I just I just noticed that he pulled him. Yeah, um, um, I yeah I as in most Avenger sets, I pulled two rares. I was like, whoa! <laughs> so that was that was a good time. And what did you bring for your two hundred points constructed? Uh, so I just wanted to play the Morgan Le Fay Legacy. So I played her. I played the one hundred point uh, Fantastic Four Cosmic Clash Doom. And then I played 40-point Captain America to swap. Although I probably sh- just shouldn't have worried about that and played something else instead of him because I didn't have enough Avengers to even do a swap anyway. But uh, I ended up playing like a full Avengers team. So that was cool, but it just it wasn't the strongest team anyway because I, I only had like the commons and uncommons because I pulled my rare was Colossus and Deadpool. So I didn't have a lot going on there. Yeah, I... I came in with the Prime Marvel. Um, I came in with the Captain Marvel Super Rare, so I had both of them, and then I had Scarlet Witch and Moira McTaggart, the one that gives out rally tokens. I really wanted to try this strategy I've been seeing going around where you just load up Scarlet Witch's rally dice with ones and just make people miss like crazy. Plus I had three shields in the team, so she had a nine range because I pulled a Wasp. Uh, it worked out really well, actually, because you can remove two dice from her card because it does not say anything. It, most of the rally dice or the rally mechanics, they remove a rally die. Hers just say remove... Uh, how does, how's it worded for her? It's not worded the same as the rest of them. It's just like worded as she may remove the the rally die from her card, I think it is. not. It's not A, it's the... And that's what separates her. Yeah, you may others. remove. Yeah, you you may remove Scarlet Witch's rally die and replace a die in the attack roll with it. Yeah, so you can I, rem- I, you can remove two of them and make it a crit miss. I don't know. I still like the way that's worded. It still sounds like one. The only reason I say no is because it, it's, it's it's die, which is singular, not dice. But if you look at like, let's look at uh, Banshee. 
It says, when Banshee makes an attack, you may replace a die in the attack roll with the rally die. See, I don't... Yeah, but that's what her says, too, is, is her, and you may replace a die in the attack roll. It doesn't say a die for her, though. Yeah, it does. Does it? Yeah, it says a die. Uh, where's Scarlet Witch? So then I, I guess he could do it twice then, too. From what I've heard around the Heroclix world is hers can proctor more than once in a turn. Like, you can remove two, not just one. You may, re- you may remove Her- Scarlet Witch's rally die and replace a die in the attack roll with it. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird wording, but... Um, I think she probably needs clarification. I don't know. Just... Because just being able to just have two and then just automatically make it a crit miss, that's just... Like, I understand, because especially with her, like, you need range and line of fire, but that's still pretty rough that you're just like, yeah, you just miss. Yeah. And it's a crit, and it's a crit miss. Yep. But um, we digress, but I ended up winning. I went 3-0. and I went 2-0 and in the last event, so I am currently 5-1 and with, I don't know how many points, but our other buddy there, Ryan, is also 5-1 and because I beat him in the final game on Sunday. So it is, I think, between me and him, unless both of us bomb in the last event, which we are actually saving until War of Realms comes out on the 16th, but we're going to do it the 20th. And that is where that is where I'm hoping to pull the nuts because I usually pull pretty well yeah. for those sets, but we'll see. And it's actually funny because I just got a text from our buddy Dalton who we were just talking about and said, "Could we possibly change it to the Saturday, which is the 19th, because he's got something going on the 20th?" So I will message everybody and see what we can do. But I didn't want to because we're keeping we're keeping this one a sealed event, and I didn't want to use Empire because unfortunately the Empire hype is kind of over with. So I mean, I still, I still like the set, but like I know War of the Realms is coming, so that's where I'm. I'm, I'm definitely going to be excited for exactly. And like someone for me, I have pretty much everything from the set. I do, I'm just missing a Hulk, a Beast, and Magneto, and a Gamora, I think. But yeah, I, I, and I will, I will eventually buy a probably just buy a Magneto because it's like, well, whatever. But I'm not like, or it's not a priority, you know. No, it's not for me. I think he's going to drop. So I'm not shelling out that much money for him right now. Uh, I did, pull, I did end up pulling. It was funny because they had the Fantastic Four. Is it OP kits? Uh yeah the 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 play at homes yes the, the play at home. So I bought two of those because I was like whatever I'll you know open them both and then I'll put some of that stuff in the Patreon. Not knowing I actually op- or bought two of the Wolverine play at home kits. So I. <laughs> actually got two of the Wolverine play home kicks, but luckily the owner uh, let me exchange one of them for one of the actual ones I wanted, and I pulled the Invisible Woman, and I got the Mole Man legacy card, and then at the end of the event, I pulled the Thanos legacy card. So I have to find his figure somewhere. I have that figure somewhere in my collection. I just have to figure out where it is. Nice. Yeah, I pulled, what was it, the Fire Lord? Yeah. Um, Legacy, but I just I'll never I don't own it, and I wouldn't probably play it just because it's not my style. So, yeah. but he's he's cool. So I was like, oh, this is neat. So, uh, but that is it for our weekend. So a lot of COVID going around, and hopefully it will go away very soon. 
Uh, let's see. We have got a lot of news to talk about, so let's talk about the news. So first off in the news, we do have our Patreon coming up in about, I never never know what how many days are in a month. So we got seven days until our next Patreon giveaway. We got some pretty cool prizes up there. I really can't see them because they're all the way across the room right now. But I know we got some cool ones. I put a picture up a few weeks ago. So if you are interested in becoming a patron and trying to get some of those prizes, head on over to patreon.com backslash clicksing it, and any tier will get you into it. But the higher the tier you are, the better chance you have on winning. We are also in the Coffee and Clicks tournament, both Dan and I am. I decided to do an animal team with two Lockjaws, three Maggots, High Evo, three Grods, and Spider Hammer Eye. I won my first game against a Fantastic Four Swap. I won my second game against a Thanos Legacy card. I lost my third game against a Thanos Legacy, but that's because I lost map and I, he put me on data mine and I just could not position. Uh, he just and plus he had the uh, gauntlet that lets you pick a power, so he just chose running shot, energy explosion, and just exploded my entire team. But um, oh, I, that's that's because yeah your animal that's the problem with your animal yep. team is they're, they're just kind of squishy i had to win map to take his gauntlet and then i probably win the game but because i lost the first turn he was a plus eight i was a plus ten he rolled a nine i rolled a five wait uh, he, was a, he was a plus eight with thanos he had thanos he had six green proteuses and a q uh, uh okay so his whole thing was I kill a Proteus, I retell, I make you a mobile while Thanos just eats you alive from across the map. Yeah, that's that's that I that's funny that that's actually viable. It was. So I'm two and one. I'm not the top seed in our pod because I didn't have enough points. I am possibly a wild card because I believe there are let's Yeah, see. I'm looking at I'm looking at the results right now. So the top player Overall, is Patrick Frazier with 900 points. Um, the top guy from my pod is Brad Broyles. He's two and one with 510 points. So I wasn't too far behind, honestly. I was—I mean, I was like 200 points or like 150 points down, which sucks. But I'm—at least I tried. Uh, and then you are two and one with 535. Yeah. And you are—you are one of the three wild cards. It's you, Louis Reyes, and Aaron Young. And you had a little snafu in your first match because. You had a Fantastic Four team, and you were you chose Flurry with Franklin Richards, and you were going to kill a Duke Thomas. Yep, and last... I, uh, I I did kill the Duke Thomas, but yes. I was I was also going to kill another Black Vulcan, um, but he called last action, so I just like stopped without thinking, and um, because he and... said actions are done or something like that. It yeah, was, it was yeah. a miscommunication. So you thought you couldn't finish your flurry, so the game yeah. ended. You, um, we got into a big group chat just to talk about our games, and I'm like, "No, you should have finished your flurry attack." Uh, yeah, and he's like, "Well, he said last action, said I couldn't do anything more." I'm like, "No, no, no, that's wrong." So we got yeah, so I, we got a hold of Anthony. Uh, worked Brad out. was a Brad was a true sportsman. So I, if I, if there is ever a chance where I can pay it forward in the same way, I will be glad to do that. Um, cause he let us just roll it out. Um, cause he didn't want to win on a technicality. Um, I was able to hit, he missed super senses and I killed the black, um, 
Vulcan to get the points to win. So, I again, Brad, thank you. You were a true sportsman, so I appreciate that. I, like I said, if there's ever, if I'm ever in your own shoes, I will be doing the same thing. And that's how it should be. I mean, I know miscommunications happen, and that's what happened with our sets appeal tournament way back was with the whole federation team ability that's pointless but uh we hashed it out and i'm glad that you know it it nothing really changed like you didn't have to sidestep or anything like that like you were in position you just thought you couldn't finish the flurry but you could have so we just basically set it back up looked at the rolls looked at the combat values and you hit he had a super sense roll up but he missed it and then you ended up winning the game so it all it, it all worked out yeah, my second game, I didn't do that well because I was facing an Emperor Gladiator Doom team. I just made a couple misplays. I mean, I played well, but I just there was a few misplays that I did make, so I ended up losing. But I only gave up 30, so like that for me felt good because I didn't like shell out a lot of points. So even though he won, he didn't get a lot off of me. So yeah. um, that felt good, but it's just like I really like playing the Fantastic Four team. Uh, the, the, Rich, the Reed Richards is a lot of fun. Um, people are afraid of it. Every match that I played, they're like, yeah, that's still terrifying because you can get to the, the my starting area and then, you know, it's just, a, it might happen. So it's pretty, it's it's fun. I like it. I, I do like that team a lot. Um, I'm not sure what I would want to play next time around, but I do, I do want to start trying to play more often when things are coming up. I'm not sure about being able to make PJ's tournament. I'll have to see, uh, which is, that's something else we're going to be talking about today, but that is definitely one thing that I'm going to try to make, but uh, I I just I have to figure out how things line up for that first. Uh, for those interested, because Patrick is the only person that's three and zero and a, a clean sweep for 900 points. His team yeah, is I, Jubilee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Jubilee Moloid, four Green Proteuses, another Moloid, three Wendigos. Storm Prime, Commissioner, Venom Magneto, Sky Tyrant, another Moloid, and Mick. So he is a plus 13 monster. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and he has Reality and Power Gem. So obviously he puts Reality on Commissioner and Power Gem on Sky Tyrant. It doesn't look yeah. that intimidating, but he's probably just playing it really well. Uh, Patrick's good. I've watched a couple of his games. He's just a really solid player. Uh, but yeah, that's it for Coffee and Clicks. There, Like I said, there's a few more things going on. We are actually donating a coffee mug with our logo on it as a fellowship prize that Anthony will pick out once the tournament is over. Uh, but there are some cool prizes, and we'll see who all uh, gets stuff from that one. We do have PJ's tournament coming up. Dan, I'll let you talk about that one because you know a little bit more than I do about that. Um, so it is in April. Let me uh, go to Critical Clicks to make sure I have the uh, all the details. Right, so where was that? All right, PJ, where was your post? <laughs> I think it was just on his personal Facebook. Oh, did he? Okay, I can't remember. Oh, there's just like there's so much on my timeline so uh there we go okay yeah. i got it yep. uh all right so so it is it is the tentative date is april 23rd of 2022 in kokomo indiana um it is 300 modern it looks uh entry fees about 30 bucks was is what it looks like as of right now um it's going to start at 10 a.m registration will start at nine and he'll he'll also be holding a side event of 300 bronze age limited 
that will begin later in the day with a $10 entry fee. Um, a local store will be running Battle Royals throughout the day as well, so whenever there are four people ready to run, which is cool, so that's nice, you get Battle Royals on top of the 300 Modern, so even if you just want to go and play Clicks, you don't have to play Modern if you don't feel like it, which I get, you know, not everybody likes to play Modern. Um, so, it's pretty cool. I know he's got a bunch of prizes. Uh, the prizing is, looks like Chase Primes from either War of the Realms or Disney Plus is one of the top prizes. A trophy for first place. Or they do, an, or it looks like an embroidered kilt, which is pretty cool. So, um, very fitting. Uh, top four plaques, uh, keychains for participation, some 3D printed swag from various community members, which is cool. I think we're, I think we're donating some, maybe some of that. I'm not 100% sure. Um, yeah, a rock we are qualifier. also donating something to that as well. Uh, a rock qualifier kit, a Majestic's uh, Wham kit, a uh, Fellowship Award, obviously, Podcast Award, which he's trying to figure that stuff out, uh, boosters, um, and looks like the, the local game store has been uh, is sponsoring some products, so that's cool. Um, he doesn't want the payout to be top-heavy. He wants it to be pretty spread out. I mean, obviously, you're still going to get a lot when you if you win, but he wants to he wants to like spread it out and just kind of you know it, it, everybody gets something which is cool so yeah uh, i think it's going to be a good success i can't make it unfortunately because i have a wedding that day otherwise i would be going uh i'm not a big fan of bronze age myself so i would stick with modern even though uh i just it's hard i, I don't really enjoy the competing aspect of modern i just even with worlds and the coffee and clicks it just feels just more work for me than actually enjoying it i'd rather just play casual to be honest so but yeah i think i think the only reason i've been enjoying it was i just played a team that i liked like i i just i played fantastic four i was like okay i can do that um but they're they're good so that that was kind of nice but yeah I, i get i i totally understand that my matches were all like i i had to use all of my brain power all of the time to make sure I, I tacked out each move and what they could potentially do to then counter that move on their turn and try to think four or five steps ahead. It's a lot. Like, I mean, it, it's cool in that aspect, but because it's very much like chess, and I do like that part of clicks, but it is, uh, it's very draining very quickly. It is. It's very draining. And I probably, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm floating my own boat here. I probably wouldn't be doing it as much if I wasn't successful <laughs> as I have been. Like, I got top four at Worlds. I'm potentially wild card in the Coffee and Clicks one. So I guess the reason why I'm still doing it, I guess, is because I'm winning <laughs> if I wasn't. Yeah. And I was – I mean, that goes for anything. If you are just losing and not having fun, why am I participating? But because I'm actually getting stuff out of the tournaments – that's why I yeah. guess I'm going to keep doing them for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to play in more tournaments, even though I didn't do that well in this one. It's I I realized I just need to play more modern to get a better feel for it. Because, like, I know I play well. It's just getting... It's that, like, the biggest thing, I think, is the muscle memory. Because yeah. I, I, I just don't have that for teams. So, And that's and the I, thing I, is, I don't play... And we don't... I shouldn't say I. We don't play the same teams twice really in anything yeah so the mess that muscle memory is hard it's just remembering what everything does yeah although i might play fantastic four quite a bit honestly until like i'm hoping it stays in for at least another year 
because I really like it a lot, but uh, we'll we'll see that at that as well. Yeah. Uh, some other news we got to see is we know what the next set's going to be after Disney Plus, and that is going to be X of Swords, which is a another X Men set, but it is going to be with swords. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool storyline. Ryan was telling me about it, or Redman was telling me about it yesterday. Because uh, he's a pretty big X Men guy, so it it seems pretty cool. I just uh, like X Men aren't really my thing, but it's a it's an interesting premise. I always like when they they also do like an event, um, as part of the like uh, like uh, what is it the the set itself. Yeah, so we're going to be definitely getting some objects. There are 11 objects, I'm assuming mostly swords, but they are also adding in this new mechanic called tarot cards, which look very interesting. So let me find one of them. So here's one of them. I don't know how these are going to be played, but one is called Justice. When this card is put into play, each character chooses a friendly character. While this card is in play, the chosen character replaces their combat values with the following combat values. 8 movement, 10 attack, 17 defense, 3 damage, and a range of 4. So I don't know if these are going to be like a one-time play kind of thing. Uh, let's Here's another one called the Empress. When this card is put into play, each character or each player generates a hindering terrain marker anywhere on the map. When this card leaves play, each character, ah, each player may heal one click on each friendly character occupying hindering terrain. Then there's a disgusting one, not this one, but it's called the, I don't even know, it's got the Legion on it, the Herophant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember how to pronounce that right off the top of my head, but isn't is that the one that we're all misses or critical misses? No, that's uh, that's the tower. This is combat values can't be replaced or modified. You know, I don't really mind that, but with what we already kind of have that with how the meta is right now, anyway, with like demon and armor and stuff. So yeah, we have uh, another one called the Emperor. When this card is put into play, each player chooses a friendly character with the highest point value on their force. While this card is in play, the chosen character has the colossal symbol and safeguard outwit. And then we have the Tower. All misses are critical misses. So, oh, we have the magician. Characters that have the mystics team ability, or characters have mystics. If a character can already use mystics, they deal one unavoidable damage instead. So that will get around. Well, I was going to say that's, that's a throwback to old mystics, I think, right? Because wasn't it unavoidable for for a bit there? Or it, am I... it was. No, you're right. It was. So, yeah, I have no idea how these tarot cards are going to work. There's 30 plus of them in this set, which seems a little excessive. But. I... Well, for me, that that what I get out of that is I'm hoping that means their distro is good at least. Like you, you should have multiple than in like a brick. You should have a lot. Yeah. It shouldn't. It definitely we 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 learned from like JLU and the other sets that have had cards, like whether they're team ups or whatever. You just they should be spread out all the way through there, so that way you're getting enough of them in each brick. They shouldn't really be sparse. I'm guessing it's going to be like two or three a brick. That's what they did for the team-up cards, so that's what I'm assuming. And that's what they kind of yeah. did with ID cards, too. Yeah, I don't know. I just For as many as there are, I just feel like they should really just just throw them at us, honestly. I don't... I never... I don't see the point in just... Uh, not like gatekeeping, but uh, limiting that for just 
like a card. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if it's going to be something, and I hope it's kind of this way, where certain figures can use certain cards once per turn, and then they're gone. Kind of like how rally die are specific to certain characters. So I'm, yeah. hoping, I'm hoping it's just not like anybody can use tarot cards. I'm hoping it's specific people. Yeah, that would be cool. Like, cause then you then you have to play that character if you want to get the tarot card. You're not just like, I can just do this because I can, like with IDs and stuff. Yeah. So that will be a fun set. That will be coming out, I believe, in like June-ish time because we have War of Realms coming out in about three weeks. We have Disney Plus probably coming out in February. And then we're still waiting for a DC set. Yeah, I was really surprised. That was the biggest thing for me was when they when they announced that. I'm like, no DC set? Question mark. Yeah. So, and it's funny because I was at Walgreens the other day, and I happened to come across this action figure called Superman. Oh, it- Superman the Infected, and I was like, what the heck is this thing? And apparently. What happened to Supergirl as the Secret Six chase is what happened to Superman, but he faked being infected to see what Batman was up to. Apparently, oh, that's, that's, that's actually what, pretty. That's actually pretty cool. That's what Tyler told me. So it's a very like Joker looking Superman. You can check it out on our Facebook page. But I was like, I posted this right away. I'm like, what is this, and why isn't this in clicks form? Uh, but yeah, uh, watch, watch he'll be uh, he'll be like a con. Watch watch he'll probably he'll be there. But apparently, what, yeah, we had Superman Prime. You know, so it's like, hey, here's another one. And it makes sense because it's one of those things where, like, if if I would have bought this one, I would have the legs to build Merciless, and then there's three other ones out there that have the arms for Merciless, the body, and then the head and the sword to make the Merciless character. So wait. I'm very con- wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. What do you mean? What? Okay, so with this figure, you get the Superman, but then yeah. you get parts to make the Merciless. Oh, oh, for the the action figure. The so, action figure. Oh, oh, okay. I was just like, wait. So what? you get the legs with Superman, and then the arms with somebody else, the torso with somebody else, and then the head and the sword with somebody else. Gotcha. So okay. it's like gotta collect them all to make the uh, thing. I think it's uh, the other ones were uh, Batman Who Laughs, and I can't see what the other one two are. But uh, I almost picked it up, but I didn't have my wallet with me, and I was like, ah, oh, I should have grabbed it. But but yeah, it's, so you did, it's, you didn't actually end up getting that Superman? No, because I didn't have my wallet with me, so I couldn't buy it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, so if I find it again at another wall, it was just weird that it was just in a random Walgreens. Uh, but it looks interesting, so hopefully we'll get it in clicks form. Uh, and then lastly, we are going to talk about some War of the Realms previews. We did get a Scott Porter video, so he opened up a bunch of cool stuff. We're not going to go over every single figure in there, but we'll probably take like two or three each that we both want to talk about, and then we'll have our set review, obviously, when the set comes out. So, Dan, I'll have you start off. Which figure do you want to talk about first? Um, can I just pick my three? Sure, go ahead. I would like to. Oh, um, let's see. I would like to take Jane Foster, the rare. I would like to take the Iron Allfather, and then I would like to take uh, Human Torch. The Chase Human Torch. Yes. I don't see Jane Foster on the realms. Is she? It is. She is O forty four. She is a unique. Oh, it's she's called Thor, but she's Jane Foster. Yeah. Okay. 
Because so, I, I was like, I, I didn't want to take all supers, and I really like this Jane, so I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay, so why don't you talk about Th- Thor Jane Foster first? All right, so this is Jane after she picks up, I believe it's the real Mjolnir still again. Um, so she's pretty cool. She's 100 points. She's a unique. She's got uh, seven clicks. She's got flight. Uh, she has the Asgardian, Avengers, and Deity keywords. That's cool, so I can play her on a couple different teams. She's got a trait, a special speed power, and a special defense power. So her her trait is let Mjolnir fly. It it's so it's uh, a, a it's a rehash of the Omega Beam trait, which is I think fantastic for Mjolnir. It fits so well. Um, so it's free if Thor hasn't been moved or placed this turn, and if no opposing character is adjacent, generate a Mjolnir marker max one free. Roll two d six for each d six result. You choose the order. Choose a horizontal or vertical direct path for the Mjolnir marker. And then place the marker exactly that many squares along the direct path. If either path first crosses a square occupied by an opposing character, remove the marker, then make a close attack targeting that character regardless of adjacency, or a piece of blocking terrain, remove the marker, and then destroy that piece of blocking terrain. So that's pretty cool. Um, And then her speed power is Goddess of Thunder. Charge when Thor uses it. If her Mjolnir marker is not on the map, don't have speed. And she's got 10 speed, so 10 speed charge is, is pretty dope. And then her special defense power is Hammer Spin, Impervious, Energy shield deflection, but only if Thor's Mjolnir marker is not on the map. So, she's pretty beefy up top. She's got her speed and defense power up top. So, full speed charge and ESD impervious is pretty good. Um, Then she goes to a little sidestep Quake without wit. And then she ends on Flurry Quake, close combat expert with that defense power again. So, overall, she's pretty... I like her a lot for 100 points. I think she's really good. I really love the Mjolnir marker. Um, This is a very, like, a good iteration of Jane. Yep, yeah, I like her. I don't know much about Jane picking up the hammer and stuff like that. That's more your category, but she's decent for 100 points. She's got, uh, like I said, it all. a lot of her mechanic is around whether her hammer is on the map or not. So uh, it kind of makes sense. So how does that work again? When she, how, how does the hammer oh, go you- on the map? As long if she hasn't been moved or placed, she can drop the hammer, or and uh, you can't be adjacent to an opposing character. So, okay. but not a big deal. Um, I don't really, I don't really see that as a problem, honestly. Especially if she just runs up and kills something too. Um, then like next turn, she drops the hammer and uh, does some stuff. So I, I think it's pretty cool because she just makes she gets to make a close attack. Yeah. So either like she still gets to make close attacks, which is cool. Um, and even when she doesn't have her like special powers or like speed or or defense power, she can still just drop the hammer either way, which is pretty cool. So um, it's it's neat. Yeah, no, I like her. I think she'll be a fun piece to play. I don't think much in the meta category because she's kind of naked on the attack and damage power, but she'll be a fun one to play and collect. Yeah. All right, this guy though, uh, he might have some potential. So talk about the Iron All Father. Okay, so I was like drooling when I saw this piece <laughs> revealed finally because we saw the the render months ago, and I was like, well, yeah, I know who that is. This is going to be great. Uh, so this is Odin. After Tony makes him a full like Iron Man armor, but it's also with Wakandan vibranium and a little bit of Uru. Uru. So pretty dope uh so he is 300 or 125 points he is 11 clicks long or you start him on click six at 125 so his top click for 300 is 12 attack 13 or 12 running shot 
13 Psychic Blast, 20 Impervious, and 5 Damage Special Power, which is Stark's Design, Wakandan Vibranium, and Infused Dwarven Magic. Close Combat Expert, Exploit Weakness, Outwit Prob. So, all the good powers, or most of them, I would say. Um, and then he's got a, he's got a trait, uh, which is more suns than I care to remember. Free. Choose a character on your sideline with the Asgardian keyword, and choose a standard attacker defense power printed on that card. Or printed on their card. Iron Allfather can use the chosen power until your next turn. So, I mean, just picking powers is amazing. And you can you can have multiple characters on the sideline to choose from, so he's just picking whatever he wants, basically. Um, he has 9 range, he's got flight, he's got the armor as guardian, the Avengers keyword, which I, it's absurd, but I love it. Cosmic, Deity, Mystical, Stark Industries, and Wakanda. So he's gonna actually could go on a lot of teams which is hilarious um i really like him a lot he is a just a brick at 300 points i mean being that many clicks long he can just pick powers he doesn't get like the improved targeting of the god thor and he doesn't have as big of a swing but if you base him he's hitting harder because he has close combat experts so then he's a 14 for six and he's got a 20 defense. And he could just, like, pick ESD. So, and he's got 9 range as well, so, with prob. So, trying to shoot him is going to be difficult. So, I mean, I'm excited to get him. I, I think he'll be a lot of fun. This guy, I think, at least in a battle royal scenario, is an auto win. <laughs> like, yeah. There's I, no I, way anyone's ever attacking him. And he's just dishing out a ton of damage. He's like when you pull Zeus in in Wonder Woman, you're just like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he he'll, he'll be and he has two starting lines. He's either 300 or 125. His 125 is okay. He I just, if they would have put that damage power on that top, just the yes, top click, absolutely, even, that, that would have been amazing. I but I I, I I get why they did it, but I also don't think it would have really broken anything either by them doing that. So. Yeah, I definitely think that he has got obviously the most potential at 300 points because he has that. Da- I mean, he's got a 20 defense with prob. Yep. And that's going to be super hard. I mean, if you're playing a 300 point team, he is your full team. If you're playing at 400 like we do, you do have some. T- um, like, <laughs> so Avengers, Scarlet Witch, there you go. You're never going to hit me. Um, but. Uh, I think he's a little squishy at yeah, points. I mean, that's the thing because you don't have invincible. Like obviously, you could pick a piece, and he can copy invincible. He's just like, I'm cool. I mean, invincible isn't what it used to be. Yeah. So, but it does stack now, so you can then now reduce penetrating and use impervious and just not care. Yeah. And you gotta love that clicks four and five that charge energy explosion gotta love that combo i mean i'm fine with it because he still has close combat expert exploit yeah i just i so, hate it when they they give them charge and like psychic blast or charge and i get uh, i get that wave. but he's just one of those pieces that they want him to do whatever he needs to do so like say uh he gets hit to that but they haven't come up to base him yet and they're out of charge and they're out of charge range he can just shoot you still. Yeah. So that I think that was what they were going for. I know it doesn't look pretty, but for me, it's like I get what they were going for. 
I kind of wish he had at least one or two stop clicks. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm okay with it because like the, 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 the trait thing of being able to pick powers is really good. Oh yeah, it's super so. good. I just, I, I kind of wish that he at least had a stop click on his last dial or something. Yeah, just like once. I guess like one stop wouldn't be that bad. Like, but. O- like the Odin sleep. You know, once. I mean, it's probably a little crazy, but you know, hit him. Nah, they, or they could have. Now nah, they could have just done like a last stand thing. Yeah, he, he, he had that with Freya when they were fighting anyway. While he was in this armor, so they could have just done like a last stand click, basically. Yeah, but no, he'll be a fun one again. Uh, and then lastly, talk about the only chase we've seen pulled, which is gorgeous, uh, which is Human Torch as the Eternal Flame. Yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, I was not expecting to get... Because um, the one piece we know that is a chase is the Venom from War of the Realms when he is rocking the... Uh, um, what is it? The Dark Elf Magic Stone that turns him into Venom, even though it's not Venom. So we know that's a chase so i was not expecting to get like uh or what is it not like made up well yeah like uh original characters that aren't actually like marvel property i mean it is because it's torch but it's a and it's an original uh design with him um coming out of the eternal flame that's surter so that's pretty cool um he is 100 points or i think he's 70 50 points so his 100 point line is an 11 running shot, 12 attacks, special power, 18 energy field, 4 damage prob. He has 7 range and 2 targets. He's got the Fantastic Four and Mystic's team ability. He has the Asgardian, Deity, and Fantastic Four keyword. So I'm definitely going to get this guy because I'll be playing him on either of those teams because that's going to be fun. He has improved movement, destroys blocking, and improved targeting, destroys blocking. He has a trait, the Eternal Flame of Destruction. Human Torch deals penetrating damage. Free, choose the debris marker within range. Opposing characters occupying or adjacent to that marker are dealt one damage. So when he shoots through blocking to hurt someone, he then can deal one penetrating from that destroyed piece of blocking terrain. Is it? Which is pen- pen- I don't think it's not penetrating. It's just dealt one damage. He just he just deals penetrating. So any damage he deals is just penetrating. But it it just says opposing characters occupying or adjacent to the marker are dealt one damage. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that's still penetrating. But he's not the one doing the damage. It's the marker. I'm pretty sure he is. Choose a debris marker within range. Opposing characters occupying or adjacent to the marker are dealt one damage. I don't know. I'm going to have to get a clarification on that one. I'm fairly certain that he deals penetrating through that too and he has a special attack power which is burning up poison but deals damage even if moved replaced that's, that's also pe- that's, that's amazing. also <laughs> that's also that's also penetrating so he just running shots and just or whatever decides to plop next to you and now you're also taking a penetrating poison because he can well no i mean this is what you do you shoot with him and then you use lockjaw to carry him over to somebody and poison or any other Asgard that might be able to carry with flight. So yeah, there's also that too. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a uh, he's eight clicks at a hundred points. Uh, I don't think he's meta. He's just going to be a blast to play. I was just I saw this and I was like, oh yeah, this is right up my alley. If he started with that poison effect on his fifty, I think he makes the meta category. Probably. Like he's not bad for fifty points. He sidestep, energy explosion. Uh, toughness and uh, was that 
enhancement, which is pretty good. So, I mean, penetrating energy explosion with seven range, his trait, and then, yeah, I mean, he's not bad, but I don't think he's meta. But he's cool. I like him a lot. So Yeah, he'll be a fun one to get. You'll definitely know if he's in your booster. Oh, yeah, because he is a he looks like he's a brick. All right, the three I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about O25 Yandu. We're getting some Guardians in this set. So Yandu is 50 points. He's got the Guardian of the Galaxy's keyword. He's got the um, team ability. He's got the keywords Cosmic, Guardians, Pirate, and Ravengers. He's got a seven range. He's got Ignore, um, Elevation for targeting, and he's got a Rally 3, which is all attack rolls. Free, remove one of Yandu's Rally dice. If you do, this turn, Yandu has three bolts instead of one and deals penetrating damage. So this guy can just dink a bunch of retails if they're out there or whatever he wants uh, with a seven range. So he's got a 10 movement, 11 naked attack, 17 ESD with a three damage prob. So he has got a 12 range swing possibly with three bolts and a penetrating damage so i like this guy a lot for 50 points and he he's not like he reminds me somewhat of like a like a little bit of astronomer it just the fact that he can shoot through elevated but uh, he could be a bit of a menace i yeah. think uh, he's 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 cheap and i yeah he could be he could be very interesting the the all attack rolls with a three I feel like I roll enough threes that that would be a thing. Yeah, and he's just simple. He's he's nothing too fancy. He's just simple to use. No, nah, but he definitely feels like Yondu, though. Yes. Uh, we did get a look at our first prime, and that is O37B Frog Thor. So Frog Thor is 40 points, no team ability. He's got the Animal Asgard and Mystical Keyword. He's got a trait, Puddle Leap. At the beginning of the game, generate up to six water terrain markers anywhere on the map that aren't within three squares of each other. Free, if Frog Thor occupies water terrain, place him in a square of water terrain within six squares in line of fire. So kind of like out of the shadows, but out of the puddle. And then he does have a damage symbol. What do you call a 6-6 fighting mad bullfrog? Close combat expert, Frothog has the standard damage symbol and it's protected pulse wave. He is a dolphin symbol, he is mini, and he starts off with an 8 charge, 11 quake, 17 invuln, and 3 damage leadership, and he is 6 clicks deep for 40 points. He's just good. I like this guy. He does have that, uh, what do you call, a 6-6 fighting mad bullfrog on his last 3 clicks, which kind of sucks, so he doesn't have CCE right away, but it's still... He's also... Again, his stats are consistent on those back three, except for the last click, obviously. And he's he's got a reducer, and he's six clicks. So it's going to take a bit to kill him, obviously. Yeah. I was really hoping, uh, real quick PSA, uh, stop spending $150 on Chores Theriot. We don't know what it does. So <laughs> everyone just take a step back, take a breath. I would say put, the same for Surter and Ymir, too. You put the checkbooks like, away. Close down the PayPals. We're, uh, we're good. <laughs> just relax. Um, it'll, you'll be very disappointed if you paid $170 and Thor's Chariot kind of sucks. Um, but we don't know. Uh, it's just a lot of speculation out there. I was really hoping we were going to get a Throg got a Thunder legacy card because I still have my Throg. And he still is one of my favorite hero clicks of all time. It would have been nice if we would have got a Thorbuster one. Uh, I forgot what all legacy cards we got, but we'll talk about that in a minute. 
We uh, got uh, what was that? The Thor and Loki. We got the Warriors three. It was like Fandral and Hogan. And we got Surtur. Yeah, and Volstag. And then we got Surtur Emir. I think that's six. And I don't. I think is there twelve of them? Uh, yeah, we got Beta Ray Bill from Hammer of Thor. Um, I oh yeah, I forgot what else we got. We got uh, Thor's chariots. Yep. Uh, let me double check. Hold on a second. There was just some better. Like we were. I forgot who I was talking about. I wish they would have got a smoke. Uh, smoky cap. Smoky yeah, cap. that would have been a I cool. One. But I'm cool that they did like just. Uh, what's it called? Um, the like Thor or like Thor-ish related characters, I guess. Oh, they didn't show the legacy cards on here. Bummer. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what the rest of the legacy cards were, unfortunately. Yeah, they didn't post them in the uh, evidence thread on like main page. That's a bummer. That's all right. I thought they were. I thought they would have. But maybe we'll still get a Throg eventually. Uh, last one we're gonna talk. Well, about. We, well, we don't know because Frog Thor is a prime, so he's he's got an A side. So no, I might... mean I mean the legacy card. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, last figure we're going to talk about is Thanos, and this is the Thanos with the Infinity Gems embedded into Mjolnir. So he is 150 points. He's cosmic energy. He has cosmic, eternal, minions of doom, and rulers. Uh, side note, I watched the Eternals last week. Meh. Uh, he has... They really like making Thanoses. I mean... <laughs> Uh, he has ignore targeting adjacent, so he can shoot out of adjacency. He has a six range triple target. He does have cosmic energy, if I didn't mention that. But he has uh, this wacky trait called the Infinity Mjolnir of my own creation. When Thanos hits, roll a d6 on a one mind. After resolutions, Thanos may use mind control as free but only to target a hit character regardless of range or line of fire. On a two, power, increase the damage dealt by one to each hit character. Three, reality, after resolutions, you may generate a hindering, blocking, or water terrain marker in a square adjacent to a hit character. Four, soul, after resolutions, heal Thanos two clicks. Five, space, after resolutions, you may place a hit character in a square within five squares of their current square. And then six, time, until the end of your next turn, Thanos can use probability control, and opposing characters can't use probability control. That's pretty cool. I mean, I like that. I didn't really check out this card when it when he pulled it, so this is like, ah, I, did, I wasn't really paying attention at first. So really... Three reality that lets you make a hindering marker. It's okay. Maybe it prevents you or prevents like putting off a blocking to prevent line of fire for your opponent for next turn. The soul gem is only good if you're already hurt. So you really want to roll either mind, power, space can be good because then you can yo yo people towards you or get them out of position or time. Yeah. But I mean, so four out of six options are good, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, and then he does have a defensive power. Darkness has nothing more. Stop, impervious, regen. Thanos can reduce penetrating damage. But he's starting off with a 12 running shot, 12 psychic blast, 19 impervious. And then he does end with a bunch of charge and some CCE. Never goes below a 10 attack, which it has on his last click. and never goes below an 18 defense. So 
He'll be fun, but that's about it. Um, for 25 more points, I'll just play Legacy Thanos and <laughs> see through everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this is like this is a it's it still feels like Thanos, even though he's literally only been on a cover and then a single panel in a comic, and we never actually saw like he never showed anything he did. So but this is cool. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just neat. Um, you know, I, I have no complaints. He's cool. Yeah, I like him. But that is going to be it for the War of the Realms previews. So uh, we'll talk about more previews as they come along. Uh, We are going to do something new. As you know, when we first started this show up, we had a game. It was It's a Bird, It's a Plant, It's a Heroclix. We have not played it in a while. But we are going to be playing a new game today that I came up with today. Dan doesn't know what the game is, so I'm going to explain the rules to him. So this is called Last Action. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. You will. All right, so how this game is going to work is I'm going to give Dan a time limit of one minute. And how this is going to work is I'm going to pick a random modern-aged figure. And Dan has one minute to ask me as many yes or no questions as possible. And then at the end of one minute... He'll get his final guess. So he can ask questions like, um, what's if it was in the Wonder Woman set, or if it's a super rare, or if it's between 50 and 70 points, whatever. He has a minute to ask me as many questions as he wants. And then at the end, he has to make his final guess, and he will see if he gets it right or not. So I am going to pick a figure real quick. We are going to keep it modern for now. So you don't have to do that question. Okay, I have my figure. Dan, are you ready? Yep. Okay, so your minute starts now. So what set is he in? Yes or no questions, Dan. Listen to the rules. Oh, yes. uh, is it is the figure in X-Men Rise and Fall? No. Is the figure in Fantastic Four Future Foundation? No. Um, is the figure, did the figure come out in 2021? No. Uh, is the figure in input? Wait, no. Uh, oh, um, is the figure in Spider-Man uh, Venom Carnage? No. Ah, okay. Um, is the figure in Ellie? No. Uh, uh, all right. Um, is the figure in Avenger? No. All right. <laughs> is the figure? Does it have the Fantastic Four keyword? No. All right. Um, does it have the X Men keyword? No. All right. Uh... All right. That is your last action, Dan. So, what is your guess? Um. J J L U O O one Superman. We are actually looking for 015 Trapster from Fantastic Four. So I thought you got it with the Fantastic Four, but then you added Future Foundation onto the end of that. So that's going to be 0 for 1 for Dan right now. So let's give this another shot. Okay, let me pick a new subject. I'm going to go with 
Uh, we'll go with this person. All right, so another minute on the clock, Dan. Here we go, and your time starts now. Did the figure come out in 2020? No. All right. Did uh, Is the figure in Empire? No. Is the figure in Ellie? No. Is the figure unique? No. Um, is the figure a DC figure? Yes. Uh, um, is the figure a super rare? No. Is the figure an uncommon? No. Is the figure a chase? No. Uh, is the figure a prime? No. Uh, is the figure under 100 points? Yes. Is the figure a generic? No. Twelve uh, seconds. Is the figure in JLU? No. Is the figure in Wonder Woman? Yes. Uh, is the figure have the Amazon keyword? Yes, and that is your last action. So, what is your guess? Uh, I'm going to go with O thirty or O twenty nine, Jason. Close. It was O eleven. Eat a candy. Damn it! All right, well, I tried. <laughs> o for two. All right, let's do another one. Let's see here. Um, and I'm not including Fast Forces, just so you know. I'm only doing sets. Okay, because I, yep. I was like, ah, do I have to guess whether it's... Nope, I'm forces? only doing sets right now. Uh, so, like, no LEs either. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, let's go with... Does the, does the Fantastic Four storyline count as a set or no? No. So, oh, okay. only main, like, booster sets I'm going to count these as. Oh, okay. This this is the beta version of this game because I want to see how successful this could actually be. Um, and when you it, it's it sounds weird to say this, but when you say do they have, it, you said in the first one if they're an Avenger, so some people have the Avengers keyword and some have the team ability. They don't have both, so just make sure you um, say. Oh, I thought I, I thought I said does the, I thought it said I thought I said does he have the keyword? No, the, the second one you did, but the first one you said are the Avenger. So uh, it, it's weird that some of them have the Avenger keyword but not the team ability, or the team ability but not the keyword. So yeah, just, uh, for the future ones. All right, here we go. So your minute starts now. Uh, did the figure come out in twenty twenty one? Yes. Uh, does the figure have the X-Men keyword? No. Uh, uh, is the figure a super rare? No. Uh, is the figure a rare? No. All right. Is the figure a common? No. Is the figure a chase? No. All right. So uh, I guess that leaves an uncommon? Yes. Um, is, the figure, is, is the figure an empire or sorry, X-Men Rise and Fall? No. Is the figure an empire? Yes. Is the figure a female? No. Uh, uh, does the figure have flight? No. Ten seconds. Uh, is the figure under 100 points? Yes. Uh, does the figure have a team ability? Yes, and that is your last action. What is your final uh, guess? Let's see. I'm going to go with O22 Brawn. Uh, this was one of your favorites when it came out, Dan. It's O32 Ghost Rider. Ah, darn it. 
All right, so 0 for 3. We're going to do two more. We'll see how Dan does. Uh, let's go with this person. Like, it's hard to narrow it down fast enough. Yep. Uh, say it's, I mean, it sounds like a lot until it actually starts clocking down on you. Uh, let's go. Where'd it go? There we go. All right. And your minute starts now. Uh, did the figure come out in 2020? Yes. Is the figure a chase? No. Is the figure an uncommon? No. Is the figure a rare? No. Is the figure a, su- a super rare then? Yes. All right. Uh, is it a DC figure? No. All right. Um, does it have the Avengers keyword? No. All right. Does it have the Spider-Man family keyword? Yes. Is it under 100 points? Yes. Is it a unique? No. Uh, does it come with an equipment object? No. 10 seconds. Uh is it a prime no and that is your last action what is your guess let's see I am going to go with 061 spirit spider oh it's 052 PS4 spider man ah bummer I picked the wrong set I thought it was (laughs) going to be oh well all right, so last one. Let's see if Dan can get some redemption on number five. He is 0 for 4 right now. Let's go with, hmm. I've always liked this person. All right, here we go. Let me just make sure I got everything set here. All right, and your last minute to win it starts now. All right, did the figure come out in 2021? No. Uh, is it a DC figure? No. All right. Um, does the figure have the Avengers keyword? No. All right. Uh, does the figure have the Fantastic Four keyword? No. Right. Um, is the figure a rare? Yes. All right. Uh, does it have a team ability? No. Um, is it a generic? No. Is it unique? No. Is it over 100 points? No. All right. 10 seconds. Is it in the Fantastic Four set? No. All right. Is it an uncommon? No. And that is your last... Didn't you ask me if it was a rare? I Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, well, we're going to just try to eliminate something here. Uh, it was 047B, the Prime Scream. So we'll try that out a couple more times. Maybe I'll have to give Dan a minute 30. Jeez, like, it's so hard to narrow it. Like, I can't narrow it down fast enough. Like, yeah, it's modern, but there's still like a bunch of stuff there. I wonder if she you you did a good job with the dates. I didn't think about like the year, so that's a good way to chop off half of the uh, ones. But then I'm wondering if you just go by set, then go by 
like uh rarity or something well like yeah that. well yeah but like I, having to ask like each set just chews up a lot of time so yeah. at least that, like just chopping a year off is better yeah it is uh, but uh, that's our new game. We'll try it out. Let us know if you guys like it or not. Uh, but uh, I've been seeing it a lot on like social media where they do like guess the football player or the athlete or something like that, and they have a minute to ask questions. So thought it'd be something fun for us to do. Uh, lastly, we are going to get into our Clicksing It Crew question of the day. There's no such thing as stupid questions, <laughs> except for Billy's questions. And the question I posted to all you guys out there in Clicksland was, what is your favorite style of play? So, like, Alpha Strike, Ten Pull, Swarm, Defensive. So we had a couple people comment. Let me just get them all up here real quick. So Luis Reyes says on a defense, he's on a defensive shell right now, which the meta has made a switch to defense right now, with a lot of people like... Tachaka, Doom and Emp- or um, Demon and Armor, Green Lantern, Harry Leland. So it definitely is a much defensive meta than it used to be. Uh, Peter Marshall said that he agrees with Matty G, which Matty G says maybe just a smather of everything. Peter likes a bit of everything. The gameplay that got me hooked with Click was Pog Swarm, so like Maggot and stuff like Maggot, Medusa, things like that. Uh, nowadays, he says he likes Devil Dinosaur, Robot Penguins, and a lot of the pieces that make their own underlings and usually the most fun that he has in a game. Alex Stephen Bell says, I like to send wave after wave of thugs to their death. Edward Kane says he likes Comic Accurate, which is hard to make a competitive team, but we're not really talking about competitive, just what you like to do. But I like to keep mine as much as Comic Accurate as well, too. Like I don't, have, like, I don't like to have the same of one figure on the team. Justin Hafford said, still figuring it out the hard way mostly, but characters, but but character accurate has always been fun games given for my skill level. AJ Kilgore, for casual, I like to make named theme teams versions of my favorite comics, which uh, we had done a few times on my YouTube channel. Otherwise, it's if it's competitive, I always think of WoW Dungeon. Who is my tank? Who's my healer? Who's my DPS? And the kicks case, who is my healer? Miles Kane says, Swarm teams always. Anything that takes a chance out of die rolls, I am still trying to change up what I what I was so used to playing with Lawchalk Legacy bringing the lamp, which if you don't know what lamp is, it is. Oh, I, I used to know what lamp is. It, it was, it was, it's Lockjaw something mastermind poison. Oh, uh, what did the A stand for? Um, no. I used to know this too because that was a thing back then. Lockjaw, Alpha Strike, Mastermind, Poison, Poison, something like that. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Let me let me see if I can find it. Uh, Chorizo said, "Lately, I've been liking the defensive teams, basically trying to survive Alpha Strikes, then run and shoot." We also had it on the Facebook page. Let me look it up real quick because I know we had a couple responses there, and I don't want to leave people out. Let me find it. Where is it? Oh, no, no, no. no. I, f- I found it. Lockjaw, armor-piercing, mastermind, and poison. Armor-piercing, that's what it was. Um, On our other fuck one, we had Austin Murray says, Alpha Strike and Tent Pull are my favorite. Daniel 
Jack Jackowitz said, I like playing temples, but they get picked apart like 99% of the time. Richard Zat Lokal, I play balanced teams, but my venue are casual and meta play is generally discouraged. We usually all play comic book accurate teams. Ryan Redman says, Alpha for competitive and temple for fun. CG Waz. Kiewitz, sorry if I mispronounced that, run at the other team and punch them in the face. And Rick Ryan says, Alpha Strike is my favorite, but certainly I'm on the defensive shell. Dan, what's your favorite type of team to play? Um, I usually play like a hybrid of Disruption slash Alpha. So I feel like a weirdo uh, when I play Clicks because I, I usually try to like, I pick like a lower point uh, piece that can still Alpha um and then i try to throw on some other stuff that can disrupt as well on the team then so i i i i feel like it, i don't know what to, what else to call it um but i right now i'm playing defensive cuz i'm pl- i was playing fantastic 4 with reed so but most of the time i usually like to play a little more aggressively okay i play more i guess you would say balanced like i just like to have a balanced number of characters on my team i don't like to have one heavy hitter i don't like to have a swarm yeah. team. I mean, I'll play anything. Like I'm playing swarm right now in the coffee and clicks tournament. I played Alpha Strike and Worlds, but um, I like to be balanced. There's really not one set that I like to do. I don't like ten pulls just because they get eaten alive. So uh, definitely not ten pulls. I don't like to play defensively. I I like I like to play defensively, but not play defensive teams. I just like to make my opponent attack first and miss. And then attack them for the most part. Um, yeah, or or like a bait and switch. Yeah, where you're like yeah, I lost a little bit, but I'm gonna hurt you a lot worse than you did me. I mean, and that's what a lot of people did with like Windigos and Phoenixes, where they just sent out a Windigo, and then you killed it, and then retailed with Phoenix. Um, but yeah, I I just like to say balance is the best way. I really don't have a set way of doing. Definitely not temples. Uh, definitely not Swarm, just because with Swarm, it's a lot... I don't like to take a lot of time with my turns and with Swarm teams, with how many you have to have on them. It's all about placement and stuff like that, and I don't like to waste the other player's time by figuring out placement. Yeah, the other thing I don't like about this meta right now is that, like, theme is still so... Like, going first seems like it's still really important, so you have to have, like, high themes, so it feels like I'm running a swarm team sometimes because I have so many figures, you know? Yeah, and a lot of my teams are based off winning maps, so that's why I'm always at, like, a plus 10 because it gives me the best advantage. I really want us as a community to send a petition to WizKids and say, first turn either needs to pick map or go first. You, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's too yeah, it's, big of an advantage for both. To go, yeah, I, 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 I've come around to that idea that... If you are first player, you either pick map or go first. You don't get both. And, like, picking the side of the map more than not means nothing because the maps are just mirror sides of each other. Like, it makes no difference what side you're on. Well, that or the person that plays the map knows how to play that map. Yes. So even if they get put on the, like, no matter what side they get on, they probably practiced it enough to be like, ah, it doesn't matter. I know how to to get over there anyway. So even if it's not the advantageous side of the map, you know. Yeah. So I, um, I don't think that having that getting choose side of map is really that big of a deal. It's kind of like if anyone out there watches football in overtime, if the 
the team that wins the coin toss gets a touchdown, game's over. It shouldn't be like that. Both both teams should have an opportunity oh, to oh, score. Oh, oh boy, we we got a hot take in the oh no. No, it's just it's always been like that. It didn't have anything to do with the Packer game because they just sucked. Oh. It was, oh, I know, I, I know. I just I heard a lot of people talking about that after the uh, the Bills game, the Bills game. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh boy. It just and it's it happens too many times when they just you know it's just an unlucky play by the defense or something like that. They score and the game's over and the other person never touched the ball. It's kind of like the same thing with clicks. If I lose map and the other person picks map and gets to go first, I don't get a chance to touch the ball. <laughs> Like I can't tell you how many times I've heard other podcasters talk about this, and they're like, "Well, if I lose initiative, I might as well concede because I can't win." And I don't think that should be the way there. Yeah, which I think I I this is funny. I would be quoting Scott Crampton's. I want to get used to playing second. Yeah. So that way I can still play well even going second. Yeah, I think so I, I think I, do, I I do definitely appreciate that. I think there is a meta out there somewhere that going second like i think there should be a team strategy for going second and not depending on going first yeah yeah where you can you can still just be like i'm still a problem no matter whether i go first or second so yeah but yeah that is gonna be it for this episode i hope you guys didn't miss us too much it's nice to be back but it's nice to be recharged after three weeks that i tell you though those three weeks went by quick. Like it does not seem yeah, like I mean, we were gone for three weeks. I mean, COVID for a week sucked for me. I mean, it wasn't like bad. It just was like, oh, th- there goes that week. Yeah. But uh, yeah, check out our Patreon if you want to be part of that at Patreon.com/backslash/clicksing it. Check out our sponsor at Glass Cabinet Hobbies. He will be doing case breaks once the War of the Realm set drops. And thanks for coming back and listening to the podcast. Hope everyone out there is staying away from COVID as much as possible and having fun in either the Coffee and Clicks event or your own events at your venues or at PJ's event. But until next time, guys, make sure you guys are staying safe out there. And as always, keep clicking it.